the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Hey, everyone. This is Jennifer, and today I have a guest, and her name is Amelia Zobrist, and she is a mom. She's a wife, but when I say mom, she has five kids under five and one on the way. So she is definitely a mom, and she's also the host of Wandering Wild Podcast. So welcome, Amelia. Hello. Thank you for having me. This is such a joy and so much fun to have you on the show today. And we want to talk about your life. We want to talk about how you came to know the Lord, what, you know, how you've been walking with the Lord. Yeah, so I actually grew up in a Christian home. My dad was a pastor before I was born, Mm. and um, so it was just kind of part of our lifestyle growing up, and when I was five, I can remember really clearly knowing who Jesus was and that I believed in Him, and, you know, obviously at five, that understanding is very limited, and life experience was very limited, but I can remember um, making that decision, and... Um, so it wasn't, you know, a super hard decision for me. And as I, as I grew up, I had many moments where I had the opportunity to recommit that and understand that commitment a little bit deeper. Um, and I would even say one of the most pivotal points in my life was when I was 18 years old and my family walked out of church. Um, my parents still believed, but there was some church hurt there, and they walked out of church, and I remember thinking, okay, do I believe this because I believe this, or do I believe this because my parents told me to believe this? And um, it was a pivotal moment, but it wasn't a hard decision for me. Uh, I knew that I had already experienced so much of God's goodness in my life, and so that's just one of the very clear moments of commitment and um appreciation for the Lord that I can remember. So you had to find your faith for yourself, even though you, you had at, at age five and kept growing and had that strong foundation at, there were different points along the way where you had to say, this is my faith. Yes. And kind of accept it as my own. Mm-hmm. We all have to come to that point, don't we? You know, there's really no grandkids in heaven. God, we have to yeah. each come one by one to the Lord. And so I think that's so important. What about uh, being a pastor's kid? What were some of the highs and the lows? I think that, um, you know, since he was a pastor before I was born, mm-hmm. I wasn't really in that okay. um, avenue, but he, he did have a passion for ministry. Um, but some of the things that I saw and really learned from was some of that church hurt that they had experienced prior to me being mm-hmm. born and you know, those are some of the stories that they talked about, and they, you know, tried to teach us by those experiences. And um, so I developed 
a passion from that for just loving people well and um, being honest and not deceitful with people. And I think that, um, you know, while those experiences my, my parents would say were some of their hardest experiences in their life, I got to learn from them um, growing up. And those are things that I really appreciate. Well, you know, I think there's a lot of people that have been in that place. What would you say to them? How do they dust off and get back to church? And how important is that? (laughs) Um, It's extremely important and something I'm really passionate about. And um, what I would say is the hurting people are always going to hurt people. Mm. And bitterness, when it's taken root, is so destructive. Yeah. Whether or not you can recognize it when you are hurting and you are succumbing to that bitter root inside of you, you turn around and you hurt other people as well. And so um, God's not about that. God is so much bigger and better than that. And He loves you so much more than letting you have this bitter root. Um, Mm. And so do what you need to do to get in close quarters with Him and talk through it with Him and he can replace that root of bitterness with freedom and joy and honestly surround you with a community that is for you and not against you. Were your parents able to come to that place? Unfortunately, no. Mm. And it breaks my heart because, you know, that community is such an important thing. And when you don't have community, you can just sit and dwell in that bitterness and in that rot and, Mm, um, that breaks my really heart. Me. Yeah, it's really sad to me as well. Wow. You know, the church is so important. I think that people inside the church are just people. And so, yeah. you know, sometimes we get a hard rap because we're really just ordinary folks trying to do life together, but make sometimes it gets painful. Yes. And I think that the Lord has so much, you know, love and grace to cover over that too. I know my parents have a community of believers around them, um, even though it's not, you know, a church foundation. But, you know, they're still believers. I think that, you know, the Lord's just taken them on a different journey than I would have even hoped for them. But Mm -hmm. I know that they still love the Lord, and so there's a lot of hope to be found in that. Absolutely. You know, Jesus said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And I think about how precious the church is to God and how it's the bride of Christ and how, Mm -hmm. you know, it's really a fragile, beautiful, wonderful thing that we have to all embrace and, and realize the importance of the church. It was God's plan a for getting the gospel, you know, to the world. And so to love the church like Christ did. And, you know, I just think it's so important. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Well, what else? Tell tell us more about your journey, the the ups and downs of uh, after you after you began walking with the Lord. What all has He taught you? Oh man, <laughs> a lifetime of things. That's what it feels like. Um, I got married, and we, my husband and I, have been very passionate about orphan care. Mm. And so, shortly after we got married, we started the process to be licensed foster parents, and just a month later, found out we were expecting our first child. And so um, Mm. 
man, there's so many things. Yeah, this five under five. We need we need to hear more about this. (laughs) So So the two adopted are they the oldest? Okay. Yeah. So when my first um, born biological child was born, um, he was just five months old when we got a call for our first long term placement through foster care and. So we actually brought a newborn baby home from the hospital five months after we had our first biological child. And, um, you know, through the ups and downs of fostering, I got pregnant with our second when Mm -hmm. the boys were just um, two years old. Mm -hmm. And just a week after she was born, my um, biological daughter, I remember looking at my husband and saying, um, we need to quick have another one because three is really hard and I hear four is the magic number. <laughs> so I need to just kind of go crazy and, you know, lose my mind a little bit and it'll be fine. And not two weeks later, they called us and told us that our son's um, biological mother was expecting again and they needed to know if we would be willing to take the baby mm. when they were born. And so we ended up when my daughter was Five months old, we brought home another newborn baby girl this time (laughs) home from the hospital. So our boys are five months apart and our girls are five months apart. And literally weeks ago, we signed the official paperwork and they were adopted. Mm. Um, And actually in 2018, we unexpectedly found out we were pregnant. And (laughs) a few weeks Number six. Yeah. Well, a few weeks in, we realized that we were um, miscarrying, mm. and that was a really oh. challenging season for us, not only being surprised by a pregnancy, but also then losing it. And so for a couple of years, I really prayed for that rainbow baby and that um, that hope of another biological child. And in 2019, we uh, got pregnant again and had our fifth child we called him our singleton until um this year when we were surprised by yet another pregnancy so i am expecting and due in november and um that's how i happen to have five kids five and under and one on the way (laughs) wow we we have about 60 seconds left tell us about the miscarriage how did god walk you through that i mean i'm so sorry i think one of the most challenging things was wrestling with all of the feelings i had towards god i I had a friend who sent me a text and said, you know, I really hope that you'll learn all that God has you to learn in this season. And I remember being so angry, like, it, did God allow this miscarriage to happen so that I would learn a lesson? And I really wrestled with that. And it took me a long time to come to a place where I brought those feelings to him and felt comfortable bringing those feelings to him. But once I did, there's so much freedom and just this, grace that he could handle my strong feelings towards him and it didn't intimidate him and it didn't frustrate him but that he had only good things for me and that he ultimately created a place in eternity for me to be with that child Mm. Um, and that the brokenness of the world was not too big that is so beautiful wow that's you know let's pick this interview up uh, back on the next show You've been listening to Jennifer Jackson on Simply for Women. It's a place where the Bible comes alive, prayer is real, and stories like Amelia's inspire us to simply keep going on this journey with God. You know, God wants us to take him off the to-do list and to learn to simply be, to simply be with him. 
you know, I would love for you to learn more about the show. Just go to jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.